Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Can you get Jamie? Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to the Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it, but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. Welcome back to another week of the Neurodivergent Nurse. As I always say, I really do genuinely hope that you are having a fantastic week so far, and I hope that you are staying safe. I really, really do. A little bit of business to take care of before we start talking about the subject at hand. As you probably know, I started taking some classes, and before, I would always try to put out an episode of the podcast before midnight on Tuesday, where I am in the U.S., It has been pretty difficult to keep up with that schedule and a lot of stress it has added with being able to publish it by that time. So we're going to make a little bit of a change and you can start listening to the Neurodivergent Nurse on Wednesdays before midnight. If you would stay up late on Tuesdays and play the content whenever it came out or if you looked forward to listening to it first thing on Wednesday mornings, then you're going to have a little bit of change to the schedule, but I hope you don't mind it too much. And this is probably going to stick at least until the middle of December, maybe later. Who knows? If anything changes and we change dates again, I'll be sure to let you know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A couple weeks ago, maybe only two, I had something that feels like it was catastrophic happen. Maybe I'm just exaggerating a bit, but my world kind of got flipped upside down again. And I have noticed since that time, I feel like my ADHD is similar to how it was prior to getting diagnosed, prior to starting my medications, I started doing the just dumb things that I used to do before. The things that I would just fuss at myself about and say, dang it, Jamie, or I would think that was really stupid. For example, at work the other day, while my nursing is still on point, my critical thinking still wonderful, I'm still very quick to respond, but it's just the moments that don't require my focus and attention, I've kind of reverted back into the things that I used to do. Like I said, this is just one small example of the chaos that's in my head. I don't know, the brain fog. I don't know what you call it. But my colleague, there's two of us who work on the team at one time on a good day. Anyway, sometimes it's just one of us taking care of an entire hospital. But my Coworker pulled out a trash bag. We have someone who comes around and picks up our trash at a certain time of the day if we're actually in the office. And they came around, they picked up the trash, and she pulled out a trash bag. And I said, where where did you get these trash bags from? And she said, oh, we moved them into this cabinet. 
I said, okay, great, cool, thanks. She left to go to the bathroom. And when she came back in, I was sitting at the desk doing something on my phone, something mindless. And during, during that little bit of a break that we had, she said, oh, thanks a lot. You didn't fix my trash bag. Come to find out, I literally took the one that she had laid out on her desk without thinking about it, without realizing it. I opened it up. I fixed my little trash can. I don't do things like that. I am so distracted when I'm not in that moment where I'm trying to fix the chaos or the things that require that intense focus. Initially, I was a little concerned. I was thinking, do my meds not work anymore? Has What, what has really changed? And then that led me to wonder, are there things that exacerbate the symptoms of ADHD? Come to find out, the answer is yes. So that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode. We're going to talk about the things that make your ADHD worse. The first thing is inactivity. Inactivity is not your friend. If your memory is not as sharp as you would hope that it would be, ADHD obviously may be your culprit. Now, if you're physically inactive, this can actually harm your brain. There's some evidence that aerobic exercise may improve cognitive and behavioral function. Most experts recommend that adults get at least 30 minutes of physical activity on most days of the week. That's at least five. This level of physical activity may help you learn, it may help you combat inattention, and it can boost your ability to make decisions. Is exercise new to you? Well, just start by walking a few minutes every day, and then you can gradually increase your activity levels until you're active for at least 30 minutes a day. Of course, I always recommend this, check with your doctor before beginning an exercise program for the first time. If you have a diagnosis of a heart condition or another medical condition, your doctor may have specific exercise guidelines just for you. The next thing, oh, this is the one that hurts. You're going to want to curb the eating out habit that you may have. A lot of us eat out for the sake of convenience. I know I'm one of those people, but it's really not a good habit for anyone, especially those of us who have ADHD. Most people who eat a Western type diet have an imbalance of omega-6 to omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acids. Both types of fats are necessary, but too many omega-6 fats may promote inflammation. Having the proper balance of fats improves the fluidity of nerve cell membranes and facilitates communication between neurons. Omega-6 fats are found in canola oil, soybean oil, corn oil, and other vegetable fats. Omega-6 fats are abundant in restaurant food. So you want to try to cook healthy meals at home instead so that you can limit your intake of unhealthy omega-6 fatty acids and load up on anti-inflammatory fruits and veggies. If your doctor has diagnosed you or your child with ADHD, you definitely want to try to stick to healthy eating plans to minimize hyperactive behavior and other symptoms. Okay, the next one also has to do with eating. Too much junk food. Science has yet to prove definitively which foods may make symptoms of ADHD worse, but some evidence suggests that artificial food coloring may aggravate ADHD symptoms in some children and adults. Researchers aren't really sure how artificial food coloring may provoke symptoms, but 
Some with ADHD notice a difference after consuming foods with these additives. Junk foods containing artificial food coloring are loaded with sugar and excess calories. So, I mean, really, they're not good for anyone. But if you have ADHD, eliminating junk food from your diet may just be great for you. Take note if you do this and pay attention to your symptoms and if they're improving. Monitor for hyperactive behavior, impulsivity, interrupting, restlessness, inattention, and fidgeting after the consumption of junk food. Do you notice that you may squirm more or blurt out and interrupt others when speaking? If you notice that hyperactivity or your other symptoms increase after you consume these foods, eliminate them. Here's another one that's difficult for me majority of my dates. Studies suggest that skipping meals, especially breakfast, is associated with an increase in mental health problems. Eating breakfast can help you stay focused for longer as you start your day. ADHD medications may interfere with your appetite. I know mine does. And I've never been a big breakfast eater anyways. But it's important to eat something in the morning. Try a protein shake, fruit with nut butter, or a cup of yogurt sprinkled with granola. Hard-boiled eggs are portable, and they deliver a healthy dose of protein, too. Stick to regular mealtimes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Results of studies suggest people who eat meals according to a regular schedule enjoy better mental health compared to those who have irregular eating patterns. Breakfast will help you do your work more effectively and attentively. Did you know that clutter may aggravate your symptoms? Some studies suggest that clutter is associated with increased creativity, right? I'm sure we've heard that. But it may increase symptoms of ADHD in those who have the diagnosis. That means try to keep your home and office tidy. Declutter and minimize paper files. Do the same with books, mounds of laundry. All of these may remind you of your to-do list and things that you need to get done. Visual reminders like these may overwhelm you and remind you of long-term projects that you've been avoiding. If you feel disorganized, eliminate clutter to free your mind. You'll be more productive and you will worry less. Getting rid of clutter frees you up to do other activities. The next one is to guard against hoarding. Many people who have ADHD may also have hoarding tendencies. If you accumulate objects and you find it difficult to let them go, Adopt a simple rule whenever you shop. Follow the one in, one out adage. If you bring a new pair of shoes home, give an old pair away. You can do the same with clothing. You can do the same with books, household items, kitchen items, many other things. If you've not used or worn an item in the last one to two years, you likely never will. So it's time to donate it, give it to a friend, get rid of it. If you take meds for ADHD, and you notice that your ADHD symptoms are exacerbated, are you sure that you're taking the right ones? Approximately 50% of adults who have ADHD also suffer from an anxiety disorder. ADHD with anxiety can be particularly debilitating, and it can interfere with your ability to function. I know I'm someone who I've wrestled with social anxiety since maybe age 11, maybe 10, a long, long time. The medication that I take tremendously helps not only the ADHD symptoms, but it also helps me with social anxiety. 
So if you have both disorders, some medications your doctor prescribes to treat ADHD symptoms can make anxiety symptoms worse. Adults with ADHD are more likely to suffer from other mental disorders like depression, bipolar disorder, or another comorbid mental disorder. Medications used to treat depression, it could make your symptoms of ADHD worse. Substance abuse problems are also more common in those who have ADHD. Evidence suggests that ADHD treatment works better when substance abuse problems have been addressed. So talk to your doctor about all of your symptoms. He or she or they may diagnose you with a comorbid condition in addition to your ADHD. Symptoms like being forgetful, inattentive, and low self-esteem may be features of both ADHD or another mental health condition like anxiety or depression. Your doctor can review your medical history and make sure that you have not been misdiagnosed with any condition. Doctors use criteria outlined in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorder, the DSM-5, to diagnose ADHD and other mental health conditions. Okay, yet another one that I struggle with, and I, I am pretty certain that a lot of us do. Skimping on our sleep. People who have ADHD often suffer from sleep problems. There are a variety of reasons for this. Stimulant medications that are used to treat ADHD symptoms may make it kind of difficult for us to fall asleep and even stay asleep. Sleep disorders, anxiety, depression, alcohol and drug abuse and use also all occur more frequently in people who have ADHD. And all of these conditions can affect our sleep. Lack of sleep can increase inattentiveness and other symptoms of ADHD. Sleep deprivation can make it even harder for us to carry out our daily activities. The good news is sleep problems are treatable. Have a conversation with your physician if you are excessively sleepy during the day or if you have a hard time falling asleep at night. It may be that ADHD medication side effects are contributing to your sleep problems. The doctor may recommend that you have a sleep study to diagnose or rule out any sleeping disorders. This means that getting adequate sleep will help you to avoid making careless mistakes. And I know that that's really important to me. It is especially concerning if your sleep problems have persisted for a long period of time. I hope this is a good start to a list that gets your mind firing to things that you can change in order to make your ADHD symptoms a little bit more manageable. So maybe you're not going around yelling at yourself like I have been for the last week or two. If you try these tips, if you eliminate these things, or if you make these small habits and you notice that it really is helping you, be sure to let me know. I want to hear these praise reports and I want to hear the positive changes that this podcast is having on you and your ADHD. If you would like to contribute to this podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the neurodivergent nurse where you can get exclusive bonus episode, script of the show prior to the release, uncut video interviews of the guest, input on upcoming shows and ideas, and even more. Also, be sure to follow the neurodivergent nurse on Instagram and TikTok. And if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with someone that you think could also benefit from the neurodivergent nurse. And go ahead while you have time and while you're thinking about it and rate it and leave a review five stars on your favorite listening platform so that other people can find the show easily as well and i hope you have a wonderful week and i can't wait to talk to you again 